The only thing that separates Octavia from the safe haven of Elystria is several thousand assorted monsters. Piece of cake, right? How will she get past the encamped army? Will their passage be detected? And will the army be the only thing that gets intense? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly, actual-play Dungeons & Dragons podcast where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war against monsters for 15 years. So your new dice really helped you out last episode? Yeah. Real good. Yeah, I did really good. Well, it's just a, it's a learning curve. They'll they'll get better, I'm sure. Or maybe I'll just put them in dice jail. Aw, but they're so pretty. They're so pretty, and they're very new. So they just they just need some time. And then I went back to using my classic white one with the red lettering that fails me often, but I think doesn't you just seem to, to fail me as often as other ones. I think you just need to pick one and, and imprint on it. And just use it long enough. Which I think I've been doing with this one. You you need to pick a new one and just stick with it for like a while. No, I have to pick a, a new while. one now? Well, you can still use that, but if you want to use one of your new ones, you should you should stick with stick it. Stick with it. Through thick and thin. <sighs> well, and I maybe just... eventually it'll get it'll get to know you. Yeah. And then it'll roll well. I was just kicking myself because before we started the episode i was like rolling my new dice for fun and i was like i can't roll below a 10 yay i'm doing good my luck's changed in the new year and then we started recording and i was like i am literally rolling twos and threes and multiple ones like what is going on so i'm like yeah. I, new year same gwyneth like <laughs> new year same roll like crit crit year still gwyneth having to roll dice though which means Yep, that was a seven. So <laughs> hey, you'll get there. It'll happen one of these days. Oh. You'll just won't be able to stop rolling fire. And but, it comes and goes. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. It seems like it has been on the uh, on the ebbing, or on on the going out, the waning, the waning for a really long time. You'll wax pretty soon. I know. I was I was pretty hot when we first started, you but. Were. You were. That was like 40 episodes that was a ago. a long time ago. And I feel like it's been on a downward trend for a long time. It'll come back. It'll come back. 2020, the year Gwyneth got her mojo back. 2020, it'll happen. Uh, so. You'll get yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you rolled a one on one of your new ones, too, I didn't did. you? I did. So there. Well, so there. I've never <laughs> claimed that I roll really well. I just have a set of dice that rolls routinely pretty well. Weighted. Weighted they're dice. They're not. They're not. They're not. They are. I promise they're not. Mm. They're regular old chess X dice. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I think I see a little, a little bit of metal that you've now glued the, on there. They're very much transparent no, so yeah so that would be a, it'd be super hard to weight these ones because they are clear basically 
Well, but, that is why I picked up the luck feet yeah, for time such not, as that. Not a bad choice. So, knowing not myself. Not a bad choice. I was like, I still have to roll. It's not a, unfortunately, it's not like, here, just take a 10 or you something like that. You should just play a caster class and just make everyone else roll saving throws. Well, I mean, you I are mean, a druid, I am. I am a but druid, you, but... It's true, but you... You do a lot of. I do do a lot of melee with, with bears and stuff. That is true. Womping with bears. Womping with bears. The children's story. Well, there. Have you ever the waltzing with bears? Maybe this is just me. There's a song about waltzing with bears. Is it the dancing bear songs from Anastasia? Nope. No. 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 Whoa. 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 Waltzing with bears. It's a real thing. Trust me. <laughs> I'm gonna see if it's out there. Song, but yep, now I do. Waltzing with bears. <laughs> I feel like my life has been blessed. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great song. Well, I mean, if this war ever ends and Carhoon and Octavia need a bit of coin, have I talked about them pulling off yeah, a like dancing bear like act? Yeah. yeah, and she wears a tutu and does well, he the could whole... turn into a bear too. Well, that's true. Well, true, true, you true, could, true. You could switch off night. I know we wouldn't. You know, we'd both get a break, type of thing. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. But anyway, maybe but anyway. maybe your dice luck will change this oh, episode. Maybe. We'll see. We will see. Cross your fingers, listeners. The luck luck knows. I am a luck vacuum. All of your luck just gets sucked into my die. That's awful. <laughs> and gross. No, I don't. I don't roll exceptionally well, but I do roll pretty well. And Most also, rolling pretty well when compared to my rolling is That's very true. well. true. You make me look better. So, you're welcome. I'm doing it on purpose. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, yep. Make, make your spouse con. look good, you know. Long con. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway. Uh, fingers crossed for double digits this episode. Well, there's, you got a half, 50% chance. You can do it. <laughs> I feel like whenever I roll, it's much lower. Actually, than. you have a 55% chance of double digits because there's no zero. Oh, I guess that's right. Well, I guess I still feel like whenever I roll, I have a 15% chance of rolling in double digits. Well, again, we will see if that changes this episode. You're standing on a hill overlooking the choke point where the elves have set up a barricade before getting into the Elystrian Peninsula, I guess it would be. Mm -hmm. A wooden palisade wall that is being operated by, you would guess, elves, although you can't see that far to make sure. In front of that, there is about 600 feet of no man's land. And then directly on, you know, starting after that, is rows and rows and rows of large canvas tents Mm. and fires and creatures roaming back and forth. There are... About five rows of tents. Okay. And there's about 50 tents per. Oh, okay. So five by 50. Mm-hmm. So there's about 1,500 feet of tent. 
Jeez. And then 600 feet of bare ground. Okay. And then this wall. The wall. It's the latter half of the day. Early evening, we'll say. Okay. The four of you are standing on this small hummock overlooking this scene. Mm-hmm. And trying to figure out what to do. And Tavisa said that there's probably three options. You could try to go through, which seems like a bad idea unless you have a very exceptional plan. Yes. You could probably try to go around on either side, either going by water Mm -hmm. through the bay or cutting through the forest to the north. Okay. Both presenting their own challenges. So, the four of you are standing here. The sun is beginning to dip in the sky, overlooking this army camped outside of Illustria. It doesn't appear that there has been fighting Okay. Yet. Maybe a few warning volleys of arrows have been exchanged mm-hmm. back and forth, but it doesn't look like any big clash has okay. happened. You get the sense that this army has gotten here and has probably been camped for at least a few days. Okay. And is there like a matching Illustrian army on the other side? Yeah, or? You, you can see on the other side there. there's a similar like military encampment, uh, other tents and elves wandering about. It's it's hard to see from this point because that's pretty far off. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you, you do see some smoke trails coming up from the opposite side and things like that. And how far are we from the actual city? After this, it's probably about uh, a day's walk. Okay, so, so still pretty far out. Pretty far out, but not too far. Octavia's going to turn to Tempest and be like, does it seem like one way would be faster than the other, either through the forest or across the water? Well, it depends. From what I know, the Coral Bay has a nice name, but it is, can be dangerous. Okay. There are creatures that live in the sea that might not take kindly to us. Okay. As well, we've come across these enemy forces that are amphibious or potentially aquatic anyway. True. And I wouldn't be surprised if there was a small contingent in there to prevent uh, flanking from the side. But I, I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. It doesn't oh. seem like these dragonbloods have any established navy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being that they're based in a mountain. Right. But if we go through the forest, that presents its own problems. Ever since... Uh, a few years into the war, the forest has been, let's just say, it's been irritated. And it's generally a, a dangerous place for anyone to travel through. The forest Elf itself? or orc, yes. Okay. Yeah, it has sort of its own thing going on. I didn't know about that, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting forest, and it seems like it's been angry the past few years. Even the elves aren't necessarily welcome in it anymore. Okay. So it might be easier for us, a small band, to make it through. But at the same time, perhaps not. Are, are the, um, like, have there been reports as to what the scoop is in the forest? Like... Have elves gone in and been able to come back and, and communicate what's gone on? Or is it just kind of the situation where people go in and don't come back out? Well, in the early days and before the war, it was we had a good relationship mm-hmm. with the forest. It was 
As long as it was treated with respect, it treated you with respect equally, and so we had a, uh, an easy enough time. And I mean, you would know this, because you grew I up grew in those forests. But as the war started and turmoil took over the, the land, it's like the forest felt that, too. <laughs> and generally, its demeanor changed, and it was much more threatening, and after... We lost a few scouting parties. Uh, it's generally been off limits. Okay. I mean, my my first inclination was definitely to go through the forest. It was where I grew up. I mean, I feel like I know it well, and it would actually be kind of nice to go back through it. Um, but if it has, you know, grown so angry, um, I don't know if they would remember me or if my having, you know, lived amongst them, if that would, you know, be any boon really for us. I'm also open to suggestions if you have any better ideas. What kind of creatures would come from the ocean into the bay? Sea creatures? (laughs) Giant (laughs) squids, maybe? Sharks? Any sort of water-based. I mean, every now and then we get some merfolk wandering through, and we know there are other less pleasant uh, races that make their home among the seas. Okay. Um, but there's not like, oh, a big ol' something-something lives in it, right? Not to my knowledge, although it's entirely possible. Okay. And one wouldn't be faster than the other, necessarily? Mm, not necessarily. Okay. If we go by way of water, we'll have to go out probably further just because we want to stay out of out of Sight, range of yeah. anything from the shore if we go through the forest we don't have to go nearly as far because it's natural cover but it may not be as smooth traversing i'm inclined to go through the forest i mean carhoon do you have any any input or what's good for the goose is good for the gander i'll do whatever <laughs> yes i'm 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 in Octavia was just looking at him askance, like... I don't don't uh, know. Whatever you want to do. Okay, sounds good. I thought you would appreciate an animal metaphor. I guess not, huh? Well, I'll just... I mean, like, we're not a couple. Gander, it's a... No. Isn't that a boy goose? No, that's the group. Oh, is the gander of... Oh, I totally misunderstood that then. Yeah, no, it's saying I'll, I'll go along with the rest of the group. That's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> I thought you Don't were, put words in my mouth. I thought you were doing an equivalent of like, happy wife, happy life. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Am I thinking uh, of a, what am I thinking of? You used to say that one person or situation should be treated the same way that another person or situation is treated. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I guess I was wrong, too, but we were both wrong. I guess I don't know what that phrase means. I was just trying something. It didn't work out. It's okay. Well, I... I, I, I was going for an animal thing. I appreciate the animal metaphor. Yeah. And I do appreciate that. Yep. Obviously, my own knowledge of the uh, fowl species. Long story short, I don't have any input. Sounds I'll go along with what everyone else cool. wants. Yep. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. okay. Okay, moving on. Um... I say let's go through the forest. I like natural cover, um, and hopefully we're a small we're a small enough party that the and hopefully the forest can sense that 
we're here for good as opposed to further harm for them. So, and it's at least I'm at least I'm slightly familiar with it as opposed to the bay. So we will go through the LSR forest, the place where the place where Octavia grew up before she moved to Lake Ansel. So you cut off to your left mm-hmm. and head north into the Elisar Forest. You break through the tree line and start making your way into the interior of this forest, and it has a distinctive feel or okay. aura um, that is different from what you remember. It just seems more, you know foreboding okay. maybe menacing the kind branches more are more angular and uh pointy and everything is the colors are a bit more subdued mm-hmm. and dark and everything seems to have a bit of a shadowy haze mm. laid over top of it it's like when uh in like cartoons when a little like baby animal has to spend the night alone in a forest and all the trees are making like scary shadows yeah. it's like that yeah no totally makes sense <laughs> And then, like, you see the nubs in the trees, and they turn into, like, scary faces and stuff. (laughs) Uh, So it's just got that kind of vibe going on. Okay. And it's putting everybody a little on edge. Well, if the forest has kind of changed shape-ish, since, you know, Octavia is a girl, um, she'll defer to Tempest and be like, it's been a long time since I was here, and since it has changed... In this way, since I was here, um, I, I don't know if you know of a path that would lead us through or if it's just kind of picking our way through the roots. There's not really an established path through these forests, so your guess is as good as mine. You've probably honestly spent more time in this place than I have. Okay. So I think we could just go in and then kind of try to cut east. Right, yeah. And see if we can make it out the other side. Sounds good. Okay, so you all tromp your way in. Mm-hmm. Everyone on high alert. A little bit, a little bit anxious as the whole party, and begin making your way north into the forest and then easternly to mm-hmm. try to cut your way around all of these monstrous encampments that threaten your progress. Is mm-hmm. there anything in particular you are trying to do while you move? So I assume that kind of like we did before I used my pass without a trace while we were traveling. So I have fewer spell slots. How long does it last? I think it's an hour. How many spell slots do you have that you can cast with it? I have like seven. Seven? We'll say you've used four. Okay. Because it's even early evening-ish. And we'll say, for the sake of convenience, that uh, one has just previously run out. So you can use another one if you would like, but the effects ended as you were discussing what to do. Sounds good. As they go, before they enter the woods, Octavia's going to be like, you know... Let Before me, they enter the woods? Or or as, yeah, kind of like as a pre- preparatory thing. Um, she'll, like, put her hand on one of the trees. And in Druidic, will say, I know it's been a long time since I was here last. And I know that things have changed in the world. But I hope that 
you can give us safe passage through. It's been a long time. You started smiling you as I was talking, and I was friend. like, you're thinking of some quip that and you're going to I'll s- tell you all about it when I treat you again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry, that's immediately what I thought. <laughs> but that is what she's going to do. Very good. Very good. Uh, you you do that, and no one understands what you're saying. They're like, her. <laughs> But you whisper these words to the tree, and you begin making your way in. Yep. And you you all make your way through the brush, pushing aside branches and and shrubbery, and making your way through the ferns and the leaves and the trees and the bushes and things like that. And the fern gully. And the fern gullies. So you cut east mm-hmm. and start making your way. And as you cut east... You notice that this hazy, foggy sort of gloom that is hanging over the entire forest is mm-hmm. getting thicker. Mm-hmm. Can I do like a nature check or something to see what the scoop is? What do you mean by what the scoop is? What are you trying to determine? Trying to see if this is a natural fog or if this is concealing something okay. or something along those lines. All right, I'm picking one of my new dye. I'm going to roll with that one for the rest of this episode. Okay. So. Okay, I rolled a seven. Seven. Total of ten for ten. my nature check. All right. Not not terrible. Okay. Double digit total, so that's good. Okay. Um, it's hard to tell. Okay. This forest has always sort of been unnaturally mm. natural or naturally unnatural, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sort of both. Uh, it's always been a kind of mystical mysterious place so you're not entirely sure but it's not really out of the ordinary except for the fact that everything's more scary okay but as you are trying to determine the source and making your way you you find yourself alone somehow and wait what it's strange because it's like you could have sworn that the other party members were right next to you just you know wait what a little bit ago okay but now you're all on your own and the fog is getting thicker and thicker, and everything has sort of a... It's almost like someone turned the saturation meter up. Okay. Oh, okay. So everything's just got kind of a weird, kind of trippy aesthetic. Okay. But as you are trying to figure out what's happening... Yeah. The fog begins to fall away, and it clears out, leaving you not necessarily in the same location in the forest but you you look around and it's a bit clearer here it's a bit brighter not as foggy not as gloomy okay and you can hear the sounds of some commotion some voices conversing not threateningly just like having normal conversation some some talking some giggling some things like that coming from further on into the forest what language can I tell what language they're speaking? It's just common, okay. but it's it's nothing of necessary importance right now. It's just people just, talking. I mean, Octavia's going to was she within like touching range of everyone else when they were all there? Like could she have reached yeah. out her arm and like touched gotten like smacked Carhoon or something? Probably. She's gonna do a quick 
uh, windmill and just put her arms out and like spin around to see if it's something that's just affecting her vision mm-hmm. and see if she can like feel any of her party members. Okay. You do that and you get a little bit dizzy, but you don't feel anything that you can't see. Okay. Is this similar to the haze that I get like when I'm in the Fulmis's haze? Not necessarily. Is this some thing at all that I can identify? It's magic, magic haze. Magic haze. Okay. And it's brighter up ahead? Mm-hmm. She will go cautiously forward. You go cautiously forward, and you see in front of you there is a small-ish clearing, and it's not like a full clearing, but mm-hmm. the, the trees are thinned out a bit. And you see a, a group. Glade. And you see a group of people wandering about doing various things and as you're sort of like there on the edge you hear someone call out Octavia come over here and you look at your hands and they're small they're much smaller in fact they're about the size of I don't know what eight year olds something like that kid hands kid hands okay come I'm not gonna ask you again come over here Uh, coming I guess uh yeah and she'll Go forward into the clearing. Mm-hmm. You go forward into the clearing, and you can see people from your clan earlier. Other people gathering herbs and mushrooms, and you see your mother had been calling to you. A much younger mother than you remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's standing there with an armful of well, a basket with like mushrooms and herbs sticking out of it. Okay, I'll go. I'll go up to her. And be like, hi, what? Hey, sorry that I took a long time. You're acting kind of strangely. Is everything okay? Yeah, every, every, everything's fine. Okay. Well, we we could use your your help out here. You kind of disappeared there for a while. Right. Sorry about that. I, I know that I'm prone to do that. Sure. What can I? Yeah. What can I do? Why don't you uh, go go help your, your sisters gather some herbs there over in that patch? Okay. And I'll grab one of the baskets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your face is just like, what? And both Celia and Eloise are there. You have two sisters who are over at a, a, a tree looking around the roots and plucking things from the ground. I'm going to go over and start helping them. And I'm just going to look at Eloise, like, really close. Okay. She's the same age as you. I mean, she is older, but, like, by a moment. By a few moments. Yeah. So you look at your twin, who is there, who you haven't seen in a while. And she's gathering herbs, and she smiles at you. Mm -hmm. And she says, I I think we found some good ones over here. And you see there's some little mushrooms around the roots. And Celia is not helping a ton because she's younger, but she's, like, the, the toddler who's tagging along yeah i can help too <laughs> be more inconvenient than they actually are help mm-hmm. but and you get there and you spend a few moments helping them um and then you just feel something that is like urging you to to look in a particular direction in in the forest octavia is going to keep looking at eloise for just a minute just like you know eating her up with her eyes type of thing um because this looks so real and so like seeing her 
basically in the flesh again. Like, she never thought she'd see her like this again. <laughs> um, but feeling that tug, feeling that tug on her eyes, she'll look into the forest again. Standing in the forest that no one else seems to be paying attention to, such that you you wonder if they can even see it, but you see sort of like a, a glowing stag that's just making intense eye contact with you, like a big elk. And it's okay. just standing there majestically in like a, a beam of sunlight cutting through the top of these trees, and it nods its head like come into the forest doesn't say anything just like okay and then it turns around and trots off in the direction it just nodded to and in a few moments just like disappears into the underbrush okay can i touch eloise sure i'm just gonna give a really big hug okay she's like what oh okay i i know i don't say it very often and that i i'm not as helpful around the house as you are and everything and with gathering and you know you're teaching Celia so much better and I just love you a lot and wanted to let you know that Mm. love you too sis we know you've got some some things going on that I I don't quite understand but you're you're doing alright thanks and I, I gotta head out for another second so I'll see you again soon cheap Sort of raises an eyebrow <laughs> and like, oh, this again. She's like, okay, don't be too long. Uh, no, I won't. I won't. And um, I'm going to give her a big kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're acting weird today. Oh, well, that's just me being weird as normal. And I I'm, guess weird is normal. That's true. So, uh, yeah, and I'm going to give Celia a big kiss on her big baby head. Uh, I mean, she's not <laughs> she's like not an infant. <laughs> just imagining her with an oversized head. Um and I will head out of the clearing and go follow that stag. And just like kind of constantly like looking over my shoulder back at Eloise. So you head off into the forest following the stag. You feel led to a particular spot. And you get there and this elk is standing across from you. And it doesn't really mm-hmm. say much, but there's like a convenient tree stump in the middle of this nice sequestered area and it seems it like nods toward the stump for you to just sort of sit and be okay yeah Octavia will will walk on over you know she's stopped looking over her shoulder back at Eloise ever since the trees closed mm-hmm. among that glade um, so she will take a seat down okay you sit down and it's just sort of a time of meditation, communing with nature, so to speak. You know this beast Mm. uh, because it has come to you before. Mm -hmm. It is none other than everyone's favorite (laughs) palace cat, Carastus, (laughs) who is in a slightly different form. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Some might say more regal, but I disagree. nothing more regal than a furry sack Mm -hmm. of potatoes. Furry sack of potatoes. He doesn't really say anything as much as just wants you to, you know, sit and commune and Mm -hmm. sort of come to terms with the the things that make you 
this druidic SMR. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so there's not really a conversation, but more of just a, a communing. Mm-hmm. So I guess the question is, um, what do you do? Do you stay there long? Do I remember this moment? Do I remember this this stump? It's like- a hazy memory because as you've sort of entered this memory scape, you don't necessarily know that you're in a memory, but you have like a hazy idea of your current self. Okay. So it's almost like you're dreaming a memory. So you have like a subconscious knowledge of everything you know now. Okay. But it doesn't necessarily seem weird to you in the moment. Okay. okay. Like in the moment you are child Octavia. You're not old Octavia who knows she's in child Octavia's, you know, being. Oh, okay. But you are child Octavia who subconsciously has the knowledge has of adult Octavia. adult Octavia. Okay. Well, as she sits, she's going to look around and try to, you know, identify all of all of the creatures that she can see and and looking at all of the trees around her, not in a like really examining sense, but in a more like really starting to understand um, you know, the the place around her, really like seeing each of these leaves and like quieting her heart so that she can hear some of, you know, the ants crawling up the stump, that sort of just being able to, you know, kind of hear a hear a crack as like a squirrel's moving through a branch and not be surprised or startled, just be like, that's, you know, the sounds of the forest moving mm-hmm. type of thing. So how long do you stay? Crestus doesn't seem to give you any indication that it's time to leave. I probably stay for an hour or two, you know, long enough to have really entered into uh, that meditative state, but not so long that, you know, I can still (laughs) go back and help for the rest of the day type of thing. So after a few hours, you get up? Mm Mm-hmm. Two hours? Two and a half? Two? More like one and a half to two. One and a half to two. After one and a half to two hours, you get up off of the stump, and Crestus is still there. Okay. Looking at you. Sort of an impassive look as you get up and brush yourself off and return feeling to your legs (laughs) and you sort of get the sense that you're you're feeling conflicted because you feel like you should stay here but you also feel like you shouldn't and you are feeling pulled in two directions one to stay with your forest spirit guide and the other to return for some reason that you should not be here. So you feel like you are being pulled in two directions. On the one hand, you have Carastus, this spiritual guide who seems to want you to stay and continue what you are doing here. But you feel something menacing in your soul that is pulling you away and back to your family. And she's already been here for a minute. You know, like an hour or so. You've right? been here for an hour and okay. a half. She's going to look at Crestus and she's going to be like, sorry, but I have to go. 
I, I can't spend all day here. Uh, and uh, and I, I have to head back. Um, I'll, I'll see you again soon. And she'll turn around and start heading back to really quickly back to the clearing the elk doesn't necessarily respond but just sort of looks with those big doughy eyes Mm -hmm. but you turn and leave and make your way back to your family's area and you enter back into the clearing your sisters are still there wandering to and fro picking things Celia's playing with like a daisy chain or something. <laughs> yeah, and uh, your your parents are conversing with some of the other adults around. And when you come back out into the clearing, your mother sees you and she wanders, not wanders. She walks over up to you mm-hmm. with uh, a few parcels in her hand, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wrapped in like the big leaves that mm-hmm. like elves wrap their luminous bread in in Basically Lord of the Rings. Banana leaves. Yeah, giant like banana leaves and tied with little bits of twine. And she hands a stack of them out to you. I take them from her. I'm glad you've decided to come back. We were wondering if we were going to have to worry or not about you. Oh, yeah, so- sorry about that. I-, I-, I told Eloise that I was heading out and sorry about just disappearing like that again. Well, just let us know when and where you are going. We do, we do worry. We are your parents after all. That <laughs> makes sense, yeah. A group of our people are heading over to Elystria later today. We have a certain delivery we need to make to the city. Okay. Uh, your father and I are needed here, and we were hoping that uh, you could go with them. You you know them, and she nods to a group over there, and you recognize them, and they're all, yeah. you know, trusted adults of the of the clan. She says, uh, go with them. I've written all of the, the places you need to deliver here on this sheet, and she hands you a little piece of parchment with some names and, like, okay. addresses on there. Places you're generally familiar with you know an apothecary mm-hmm. that you've had dealings with in the past and an alchemist and things like that sounds good and a, a stack of parcels in your hands and she says they're they're gonna leave in about an hour or so so you you can take this time and go have fun with your sisters if you want but uh okay don't don't be late okay sounds good thanks thanks for trusting me with this mom um and she nods and then she will run over to you eloise and Celia, does she still have this feeling? What feeling? Like how in the clearing she, you know, had the sense of, of foreboding. Um, or back when she was with Carastas, she had the sense of foreboding. Is that still kind of like tugging at her or has that kind of gone away? Um, It's still hiding around, but okay. not maybe as strong. Okay. Um, but yeah, she'll just, she'll continue, um, like, you know, playing whatever game Eloise and Celia are, um, or maybe help Celia with, with her daisy chain and, uh, uh, make one for, make one for Eloise and herself too. Um, and like kind of feeling, like feeling the tuggings on the periphery of her, of her mind, um, She's going to be like, to both of them, I love you guys both very much, by the way. You know, you're, you're great siblings. You're being pretty mushy today, Octavia. I love you too. Well, it's, I mean, it's good to, good to say the things that you feel, you know. So, just want to let you guys know. She hugs you. She says, I, I love you too. I'm going to hug her super duper tight. Mm-hmm. 
And hug baby Celia, too. <laughs> Again, who's not an infant. Who's not an infant, but just imagining her as one. Uh, um, but yeah, just also just trying to spend... Just spend this time with the two of them because of this weird feeling that she has. Mm-hmm. And you you spend some time and have some fun for the next hour or so. But after that, uh, this group of, of people who are going to go into the city are gathering up and they wave you over. You know, we're going to leave soon. Octavia. Okay, sounds good. I'll be right there. Cart's leaving in five. Okay, my stuff. And, yeah, they start, they load up the cart, and there's a little ramshackle cart that can make its way through the forest okay. well enough, And I've as long as you don't go too deep. Yeah, and I've, I've done the, these kind of trips with You've the done parents before, before yeah. but I haven't appa- done one by myself yet, right? Um, That's up to you. Okay. Probably infrequently by yeah, myself. It's not out of the ordinary, but it's also not normal. normal. Yeah. They load up the cart, they load you into. Okay. <laughs> Just pick me up. No. Uh, Just baby you to me around. And then everyone sets off. You they you you know, your parents give you a, a hug and they're like Just, it'll be okay. You'll be fine. Just, okay. You know, follow follow the instructions. We'll do. Everything will be good. Okay. Sounds good. I'll will see everyone soon. And they wave as the cart starts clip clopping its way south toward Illustria. And I wave too and I'm like, Bye guys, love you. And Bye. there we go. All right. <laughs> and you make your way. It's like continuously waving until everyone is out of sight because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she feels like it's really important to see everyone mm-hmm. for as long as she can. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you and the caravan are making your way south. You've got your parcels in hand mm-hmm. and you've got your, your list of addresses ready to go and Night is falling, it's evening-ish, but uh, the the caravan thinks they can make a few more hours before it's too dark and dangerous mm-hmm. to to go further. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's not a super long journey. You'll probably camp out somewhere for a few hours and then hit it early in the morning and be back by the next day's evening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so an hour passes, another hour another hour mm-hmm. and eventually after after a while they the the cart driver sort of motions and there's some conversations about like oh, is this oh, yeah we can pull over here oh our sheets up ahead um <laughs> sheets no <laughs> the illustrious uh, sheets the cart pulls over to the side and the the other people hop out and uh, set up a watch and then start laying out bed rolls and they're like just get a couple hours until you're good to go and then we'll hit it bright Sounds and early good. in the morning and they they let you sleep they don't expect you to take a watch because you're okay. young i am i am a child you're, young, you're a child <laughs> and so do they, i sleep like in someone's tent with them with or do they even it's not necessarily tents but there's like a place in the back of the cart that they can you know lay out a, a set of furs or bed rolls nice. for you and the others just kind of make a make a little fire talk quietly around mm-hmm. it for the next few hours and some others go to sleep and watches rotate and things like that but as you know this camp is made you sleep 
pretty soundly. Okay. And you wake up the next morning and it's bright. So, so early someone shakes you awake. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not like the sun is rising and beaming down on you, but someone shakes you awake and they say, oh, okay, Octavia, we're going to get rolling again. Okay. You good? Gonna happen to card so. if you need to. Thank you. And then they get packed up and they get rolling again. Okay. And the day passes and the cart rolls into Illustria without a problem. And you, you know, go about your business. Mm-hmm. You hop out. You go to these places, uh, deliver these herbs and meet the caravan mm-hmm. back at sort of like the stable area inside the city gates. And they've all had their business to attend to, selling things, selling wares, trading things like that, but after a few hours in the city of doing this business, everyone reconvenes back at this cart and they make sure everything's in line, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay, we got got everyone. Here! And then, yeah, okay, let's, they're good to go. And so they load you back up on the cart and they start trucking back north. Okay. And the cart goes. And it's a several hour journey again. And it's maybe a little bit boring. You don't have the list to read anymore. Mm -hmm. You don't have these packages of nice smelling things. Probably have a set of like fantasy jacks or something <laughs> like jacks that. Or somebody's got a deck of cards mm-hmm. and you can play and, and pass the time and uh, all all good things. And the cart starts rumbling back towards the campsite where you and your family and your clan are sort of camped. Mm-hmm. And as you're clomping up, uh, you can see the clearing ahead of you. Okay. And it's evening, so it's not quite dusk, but the sun yeah. is beginning to set and things have a bit more dim appearance, long shadows cast along the ground. And there is some activity up ahead, a bit more than usual. You can hear okay. things moving back and forth and um, more hurried and you don't hear the the pleasant sounds of conversation and gathering and laughter and things like that. And people are kind of on edge and you begin to smell the acrid scent of smoke coming from ahead of you okay um she's gonna go up to one of the adults in the cart and be like do you know what's do you know what's going on i don't know but i think we should be careful why don't why don't you stay here chuck go (laughs) check it out and chuck who's walking next to the cart like okay and chuck goes (laughs) sorry (laughs) <laughs> this is the first name of popped in And Chuck goes up and disappears through the okay. trees and the thickets and the brush and comes back after a few minutes and he there is no trace of joy left on his face. And he walks up to the cart driver and sort of whispers in his ear and they have a whispered conversation. Can I hear them? Am I close enough? I did just tap on that guy's arm as they're having this conversation your mother and father sort of crash through the trees from this clearing up to the cart and they see you and they come over mom dad (laughs) (laughs) mom my papa (laughs) sorry go ahead they come up to you and uh scoop you out of the cart and begin embracing you very tightly and they're holding you and your father's just, like, stone-faced, and uh, your mother has clearly been weeping. Is everything okay? What happened? They don't say anything for a minute, but um, your mother sort of pulls back, and she cups your face in her hands, and she's crying. There's just tears streaming down both of her cheeks, and your father says, we were attacked 
while you were gone. Orcs. By what? Orcs. From out of nowhere, it seemed. Um, Where is Eloise? She, uh... And your father's trying to hold it together at this point. Where is Eloise? And he can't quite say anything, but your mom just embraces you even stronger, almost like crushing your ribs at that point. And your dad sort of puts a, a hand on your shoulder, and there's some silent tears down his cheeks as well. And as you're putting things together in your mind, and the smell of smoke is still fresh in your nostrils, you begin to see a haze creeping up from the ground that's sort of twisting around your legs and engulfing your body. And as it consumes your vision, you can feel the uh, embrace of your mother just sort of dissipate like dust. Mm. And you look at your hands and you see they're no longer child hands, but they're adult hands. And your sort of sense of self returns to you in this moment and you remember who you are and what you were doing here. Okay. And in this hazy void, a voice calls out, which sort of sounds like Carastus, but you can't entirely be sure. Okay. And it says... Our destinies are not our fault, and the past cannot be changed, but we must use it to shape our futures. And then the haze dissipates, and you find yourself back in the, the LSR forest that you had been in initially, and you sort of stumble out a few steps and then you, you see, look to your right and to your left and you can see uh, Carhoon and Tempest and Herder also there with kind of confused looks on their faces as well. Huh. But at the same time, you also see that the forest looks a little bit less menacing. The angles aren't quite as sharp, the colors aren't quite as dark and dreary, and the haze is a little bit lighter. Under her breath, she's just going to be like, Prestus, did you did you know? But then she's going to straighten up and hustle over to Carhoon, and you know if he also kind of looks confused, she'll be like, "Did you see a? Did you just see a memory from your past?" He looks at you. Maybe I don't really want to talk about it. You d you don't have to. Just are you okay? Yeah, you. Not really, but. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Yep. Tempest Herder, you guys, you guys physically okay? We're all right. I'm not quite sure what just happened. I don't know either. But I feel a little more at ease, at least in the forest sense. I, I, I knew... <sighs> Was that some sort of test? I think we passed, but I guess I'm not sure. I mean, I guess it could it could be. I'm glad that we went this way. Carhoon's like, I'm not, but okay. <laughs> Let's get Let's out go. of here. Let's go. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any... I don't like it when things play with my mind. Yeah, this used to be a happy place, so let's go. Well, maybe it can be again. Yeah, let's... Mm. Giving me the heebie-jeebies. And he starts barreling through the underbrush. <laughs> It's oh. like not trying to be quiet. He's just like, I'm getting That's, out of here. I tell you, he's just going to let him. She had been trying to be, you know, like a bit of a 
ranger and giving them the a path type of thing, but she's mm-hmm. just kind of like she's quiet right now. Mm-hmm. So uh Champs and Herd are falling behind and everyone starts making their way. And it doesn't take incredibly long. Um I mean probably like a half hour total to just cut east because while it was a huge army it's not you know it's not even a mile long right yeah so after walking so far far enough that you know you would have passed and you're you're probably past the border Mm -hmm. at this point Garhoon starts making his way back south to try to get to the tree line and get out and hopefully on the illustrian side of the border Perfect. And after a few moments, yeah, you guys get to the tree line, and looking out, you can see rows and rows of tents, but they are elven tents. Okay. And you can see various elves wandering around, and and campfires crackling, and food being prepared and eaten, Mm -hmm. and guards patrolling, and and people upon the watchtowers and the palisade walls wandering back and forth. Um, Octavia's going to be like, Tempest, uh, you should probably go first. That, I was about to suggest yeah. that, yes. Uh, everyone, uh, how about wait here? Oh, okay. I'll have a word. Sounds good. And then uh, I'll, I'll motion for you when it's cool. Perfect. And so she walks out. Uh, she sort of, you know, takes the dagger out of her belt and hands it to Herder. And then she puts her hands up clearly where where they can be seen and slowly walks out of well she'll maybe move like 15 feet down from where you guys are and then walks slowly out of the tree line through the brush into this clearing she approaches some of the the tents some of the guards wandering around who you know there's there's a bit of a commotion people see her there's some whistles and bells and mm-hmm. some some people run up and surround and you know draw weapons and then you hear some conversations in elven <laughs> and you can see her she pulls like a piece of paper out of her pack and shows it shows it to people and you can see uh one of the soldiers runs off and comes back a little while later with what you would guess to be some sort of officer or commander or mm-hmm. someone with a bit more authority and there's some more <laughs> conversations but after you know 10, 15 minutes of this, uh, she turns back to look at the tree line to where you all are and waves her hand out. <laughs> no, uh, she she waves her hand and kind of nods everyone over Sounds and comes like, oh my goodness, thank you, and <laughs> busts his way out. Oh, right, because poor guy is having to stay within the trees this whole time. Uh, so he he's like the first launching out and then heard her steps and you can come out too mm-hmm. so you all uh walk out into this camp and you just find yourself surrounded by elves and there's an armed contingent who yeah. sort of is looking you up and okay. down but they see elf 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 okay we can weirdo <laughs> you get a pass <laughs> elf 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 weirdo it's like duck duck goose. yeah duck duck gander Apparently, neither of us know what that phrase means. But they... Take a gander. Add this gander of gander. Ganders. Gander, 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 gander. But you you rejoin Tempest, and she says, all right, I think I've got everything smoothed. Um, I guess... Smoothed? (laughs) He said smoothed. Smoothed? I guess I've got everything smoothed. That's an elven word, don't you know? (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, I I think we've got everything uh, prepared... Sounds good. Do they know, like, of your mission? Like, does everyone know? No. Okay. No, but I have, I have, she waves the papers and she's like, I, I've, I've got 
Okay. I've got connections. Okay. Uh, this paper should get us into the palace proper if, if we want. Okay, Which is where good. we're headed eventually. But I guess it's up to us. We can either stay the night in this camp. There's a, a tent for us if, if we need it. Or we can continue pressing on. I don't know about the rest of you. I'm not really eager to stay. But I'm also tired. Very tired. Um, how long would it take for us to get to the palace? Well, to the border of Elystria is probably about another day. Good day's walk, maybe longer if we're dragging. But we should be able to walk in relative peace. Yeah, is it safe? I mean, if, if we, even if we're tired, if we can keep on, if we can just keep on going for a little bit longer so that we could at least get to the palace tomorrow proper... Past the this wall is as safe as you'll find anywhere in Moir at this point, so I, I think we're okay. I'd uh, vote for keeping on walking. The captain here, and she nods to the elven captain, has uh, offered a, a an armed escort if we'd like, but I think I've got an armed escort already, and she pats Herder's arm, and he's like, yeah. Herder the silent. Um, if, if they, I mean, if they have horses to spare, I feel like that would be way more valuable than an armed escort. You actually don't really see a ton of horses. Oh, really? Around. Okay. You see maybe a few, but They're... not like a ton. Okay. Extra to spare. Okay. Do they just not use them as much, or we have a cavalry, but we can't really give up those horses. That's understandable. Okay. Um. Well, let's can let's continue huffing it proverbially with our <laughs> with our own feetsies. Um. And then us on, go until we can't make it anymore, and then camp, and then press on the next day to the palace. Sounds good. Just get me as far away from that forest as we can. Well, every, every step will take us further. Yeah. Okay. So the four of you. And bef- before they leave for good. Mm-hmm. Um, Octavia's gonna run back up to the forest, and like, oh. <laughs> you don't have to come. Just give me two oh, seconds. Oh, I'm not. I'll be way back. Here. Um, she'll pop back up to the border, um, put her hand on a tree again, and say, "Intruitic." Um, I don't think I was able to say a proper goodbye last time, so I don't know when I'll see you again. So thanks for the. Well, I mean, I guess it was a safe passage, even if it was hard so thank you for that it's good to see you and goodbye for now and then she'll run back okay you say that and run back and then the four of you turn and begin making your way through the camp Mm -hmm. and you you head out the back passing again rows of tents some just sleeping quarters for the soldiers some are mess tents there's like an armor repairing weapons and armor and a fletcher making uh, arrows. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> that's what Fletchers do. <laughs> do I recognize anyone? No. Okay. No, they're just a bunch of elves. Well, I mean, like we would have sold stuff to the military, right? For but there's stuff, a there's a but... it, there's a lot of them. Uh, so you you pass these rows and get some looks and look back, but you pop out the back border of this camp and start heading down the road, which is now. A road sounds good uh, oh, without been on a road road for a while which still has you know army boot tracks but more uniform mm-hmm. and going the opposite direction mm-hmm. and you all make your way downtown <laughs> faces pass strangers something and we somehow have a piano just we're riding we're all riding a piano 
wild shape into a piano <laughs> polymorph cartoon into a, pi- a wild into a piano, piano. <laughs> the druid bard <laughs> special <laughs> amalgamation class <laughs> and yeah we're just gonna kind of montage in the next day you okay. all keep walking you get to enjoy a relative security you don't hear any wyvern screeches Jeez, in the background nice. anymore uh you're and the, the, the tracks that you are walking in are of elven boots, not of monster hoofs. Mm-hmm. So everyone is a bit more relaxed, current still a bit on edge. Yeah. Just because stuff. Yeah. And yeah, you maybe find a cool rock along the way. I am writing down just cool a flavor rock. rock. Find a cool rock. Cool rock. And... No one makes a ton of small talk, but uh, you're all very tired at this point. Mm-hmm. You've had a, a relatively long journey and a lot of it just high tension. Yeah. Running. High emotion. High tension, high emotion. And so eventually, nearing the end of the next day, you crest another little hummock, and ahead of you, you see the sprawling, pleasant architecture of the city of Elystria spreading mm-hmm. out before you. The wooden walls surrounding its spires and towers and arches all mostly made of nice wood tones and glistening with enchantments. You mm-hmm. can hear the bustle of city life coming from beyond as you are about to enter the first civilization that you have since Montagnan, if mm-hmm. you can classify you that as the same. Jeez. And Tempest and Herder both let out a palpable just uh, sigh of relief. Carnoon doesn't. Probably he's, takes a deep breath. He's, yeah, he's more like, steals himself, yeah. his eyes get wide. He's like, oh. He looks at you and he says, well, here we go. Here we go. And, and it's going to be okay. I mean, I know the city doesn't have a lot of pleasant memories for the either of us, but I'm glad you're here. Glad I don't have to do this alone. Same. And sorry that you have to come back. Well, there are worse places for me, I suppose. I guess, yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) You ready? As ready as I'll ever be. All right. And as you start making your final approach toward the gates of Elystria, we will pick up there next episode. No! I want to go in. I want to go in so badly. You can't. I want to know what this council's going to be like. Uh, They're all going to be probably... Suave and ugh, good politicians who can't trust. Mm. I was making the uh, <laughs> fisticuffs. fisticuffs motion as I was saying that. <laughs> Alrighty, shall I take us out, my love? Please. Alrighty, thank you all so much for listening. We really just really enjoy making this story for y'all. Um, and that there are people who are enjoying listening to this game just blows our gourd week after week. Um, and we could never have done any of this without all of you listeners. So thank you all again so much for listening. If you are enjoying what you've been uh, listening over the past hour or so, if you want to give us a review um, on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app, that really helps us uh, grow our audience so we can share our story with more people like you. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, we are active on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, and our handle is at and a die podcast. Catch you all next week.